Okay, welcome to the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is uh, our seventh total podcast. This is the fourth uh, edition or episode of the Meat Bet relating to the 2016 NBA Finals. I'm sitting here as always with my friend and broadcasting partner, Travis. Travis, how are you tonight? Doing good. Hello, uh, Gravity Beard fans. And listening audience. And listening I want to take audience. care of a, a, little bit of, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, one is, um, if, if, if you like what you're listening to, you can find us and you, you know, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on uh, Google Play, you can find us anywhere that a podcast is available. We also have a website at gravitybeard.com. You can find us uh, on Facebook uh, by the same name. Uh, and Travis, guess what? What? We have listeners. We have many, many listeners. Many. So, so the last time we broadcast, I think I told you that we had... 77. 77 downloads. Yeah. I don't actually know what that means. I just know that we, we had five, four or five episodes at that point, maybe six, and some number of people had downloaded those episodes 77 times. Right. We have 77 total downloads. Yeah. I'm a tech idiot, so I, I don't know what's behind that number. I just know it sounds like a pretty good number, right? Yeah. And then... Not long after that, we did another couple of episodes. I sat down with Patrick and Scott. We did a uh, we we did the the series the mid season mid series uh, episode with those guys, and we right thought before well, game three. Yeah, we thought well that'd be fine. And and then there was we had a crazy blowout in game three, and so uh, I thought, man, we got to sit down with them again because that most likely was not the the mid series point. Yeah. And yeah. so we did an episode uh, called "What the Hell Happened Last Night," uh, and so. We had to kind of explore that because I don't think anybody expected. I mean, I think plenty of people expected Cavaliers to go home and make a game of it. You know, they're not just going to get blown out every game. At least right. I don't think we really thought that. Sure, but a thirty point. But we didn't expect them to lose one night by thirty three and then win the next night at home by thirty. Uh, so we we had to do another episode. So I brought those guys on and, and uh, hopefully you guys got to listen to it. Um, so shortly after that, we, we were real close to a hundred downloads. Mm-hmm. Now. We have 113 downloads, Travis. Wow. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So this little fledgling tiny podcast uh, that just launched about eight or nine days ago uh, that was nowhere before then, mm. now we've got 113 downloads. So that's really great. Yeah, that's we, we actually do have a listener that's awesome. uh, or two. Um, and um, and I think it's going to grow. It's going to continue to grow. So I'm excited about that. Thanks for doing this. I'm glad you're here. This is going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, again. Also, one, one more quick shout out to all the LeBron James fans out there. I'm glad you guys are listening. You guys matter most. The LeBron James fan? The LeBron James fans. There's one other besides you? <laughs> well, okay, so this is this is our seventh overall podcast relating to the 2016 NBA Finals between the Cavaliers and Golden State Warriors. Uh, special edition, uh, meaning that when the NBA Finals are over, uh, we're you know we're going to move on to other day to day things on a whole variety of topics. So uh, tune in for those, please. And and if you like our, our podcast, go out to iTunes and, and rate it, uh, write a review, uh, go out to our Facebook page and like our page. Uh, all those things help us uh, grow and, and expand our audience. Uh, and if you like it, uh, you know re, you know sh- share our link uh, on your Facebook page so that so that we can reach people that we're not reaching now. Uh, one of, one of our consistent uh, listeners took time to send me a pretty lengthy email. Wow. He's not a LeBron fan. Okay, so he must not be a Travis fan either. <laughs> I think he probably would be a Travis fan. I'm just saying that because I'm a Travis fan. Uh-huh. I'm a huge Travis fan, actually. Right. But I'm not a LeBron fan. So he, so he sits in my corner. Okay. So here's some, th- here's some thoughts that he had. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh, you know, I'll just hit on some of these. Okay. You can respond how you like. 
Sure. Uh, then we'll talk a little bit about what we what we expect uh, in this game. Yeah. And there's just like u- usual, we'll check in at halftime and then we'll check in after the game. Bring it. Okay. So so here's here's what he's calling his general predictions. Okay. Um, he thinks he thinks that uh, game three will be the only uh, blowout win for Cleveland. A blowout meaning meaning greater than ten points uh, with with two minutes to go. So this will be the only game that they that they blow out. Okay. Uh, Really, one of the major points he made was: is if if any of the games are close, though, Cleveland wins. He thinks he thinks Golden State can't win a close game. So so if the score six is a, if the score is close down the stretch, that's going to go Cleveland's way. Um, he does think that every so in other words, every every game that the Warriors win will be a blowout. He's predicting a blowout for every Warriors victory. Mm-hmm. Um, he says if there's if there's a game seven, Warriors win huge. They're they're going to blow them out for sure in 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 game seven. Um, and he also says that if 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 Cleveland somehow wins tonight, Game Four, um, then this thing's going to seven. So beyond that, uh, his prediction for tonight, you know, and I think this is counter to most people's predictions for tonight game. He thinks that there's a seventy or eighty percent chance that the Warriors win. Uh, I think Patrick and Scott both thought that it'd be a, it'd be a close victory for for, for Cleveland, mm-hmm. and also also I think. Um, what was it? Was it? I think maybe Patrick thought that Golden State was going to win the series, and, and Scott maybe thought that Cleveland was going to win the series. But, uh, but, but I think both of them thought that seven games was very possible. Right. Um, you know, he raised he raised this question: Is is Steph still hurt, or did he get did he get injured again? Is that why he's not playing well? Uh, he says if he's not hurt, he's going to go off huge, which which I think I think that's I think that's entirely possible, right? I mean, if two time MVP this year, he's the anonymous MVP. You know they've lost their first game. They got embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You would expect a superstar and a two-time MVP to respond big, right? The first chance he gets. Most people would, yes. Yeah, I mean, if he's truly a superstar, that's what yeah, superstars do. If he's truly do. a superstar, if super, yes, that's what superstars do. Is when they get embarrassed, they respond big. Yeah, right. Uh, and and he really thinks that Steph's going to score a, a ton of points the rest of the series, and Steph's going to be Steph. Uh, didn't really talk about um, you know the, the the rest of the. Gold State roster, but right. spoke spoke about Steph. Okay, uh, and and here's here's some other thoughts. Uh, this is where it gets this is where it gets a, a little controversial. I definitely want your opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not that controversial. It says it says I think I think LeBron only wins championships when when his team has a, t- a significant talent advantage. Uh, a significant talent advantage. He's saying that he only thinks that LeBron wins championships when LeBron's team has a significant talent advantage over the opponent so in the support cast is significantly better than the opposing team yes okay that's the only way that lebron can win a can win a championship mm-hmm. um so he's saying in this case uh, he thinks the warriors are a significant team significantly more talented team overall mm-hmm. top to bottom on the roster uh, any thoughts on that uh i don't know that they're significantly more talented than cleveland i mean if you look at Yes, Kevin Love has has not, and and the media eye and the average sports fan really performed and done well. Uh, but man, Kevin Love's an incredible basketball player. You talk to any player on the Warriors team, you talk to any anybody in the NBA, and Kevin Love's a a basketball player. He's an All Star. He was an All Star before he got to Cleveland. You got Kyrie, who's an incredible. I mean, Kyrie. You got LeBron, uh, even Jr. And I, I think I don't know that I I would agree with that. Golden State significantly more talented across the board, top to bottom, than the roster on Cleveland. He he elaborates and says, as it relates to the Warriors, better chemistry, better coaching, better depths, 
uh, and better ba- ba- better basketball IQ uh, and just better winners, more experienced winners. I don't know if you can argue with that, can you? I would for sure. I don't know that I'd argue with better chemistry or better coaching. Uh, Golden State won the NBA Finals last year. What what did they do before last year? I don't know. I, I haven't followed Golden State to me in in all. Well, what did Cleveland do before last year? In Le- in the LeBron era or post LeBron going to Miami? No, I'm I'm just saying the year before last. Well. I, I don't count that because LeBron wasn't on the Cleveland Cavs. Right, so so I know. It. So it's kind of a trick question because what I'm saying is is that kind of Golden State, the way it's constituted, is they've only been together, that group, the same amount of time that that the, this group of, in Cleveland has been together. Maybe so. I don't so know. Th- in other words, they don't have a longer history. So That's what I'm not sure of. I don't know that Golden State's court. Like, how long has Klay Thompson, Steph Curry— Draymond Green, all been in Golden State. Well, I'm a basketball idiot, so I, I that's. A very, I wish that's a good question. That's a though. very simple question that I can't answer. Yeah, me neither. That that's a great question. But to to his point, does it seem like Golden State has more? Uh, is more of a team? Do they have a better coach? Absolutely. Tyron Lue steps in first year, halfway through the season, maybe not even halfway through the season. Like of, of hands down, team chemistry, hands down, better coach. Uh, I don't. I don't know that that's the same conversation as saying talent. Uh, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers have a ton of talent. Tristan Thompson, offensive rebounding, just rebounding. Period. LeBron James, best player in the NBA. One of the best players of all time. One of the best players of all time. Kyrie, an incredible scorer. Uh, yeah, first two games he doesn't show up. Kevin Love, man, when he's on, he he's a versatile player. Rebounding, big man, post up, shoot the three. I mean, yeah. I'm, You're saying Kevin Love's versatile? Yes. Because Patrick's pointed to the fact that, at least compared to his the guy that matches up with him, he's not very versatile at all. Like, that's a mismatch. And, 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 and Kevin Love's, you know, actually a defensive liability. I would agree with that. Kevin Love struggles defensively. But I mean, so, so that limits that limits your ability to describe him as versatile, right? Well, I mean, he's versatile in that he's in that he's, and that he's tall and he can hit from distance, right? And he's decent down low. He, I mean, he can post up, he can get rebounds, he can. Well, of course he can. He's tall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? but not all tall. I mean, maybe all tall people can get. Stop rebounds. Stop it! But... That 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 is that is the primary <laughs> thing that allows that should allow an NBA basketball player to rebound efficiently is is height. That's a big part of it. So you could you could say the only thing that makes him unique to his position is that he can hit from distance. But yes. that but that's not even that's not even unique in in this NBA, yeah, right? True, like like true. since Dirk came into the league, who really was an odd specimen, and was a, you know seven footer that could hit from distance. Like nobody saw that. Like he was just a freak in yes. that in that regard. Yeah. Since then, that type of player, especially in the last couple of years, has become more and more common. Yes, that, that's not a freak for a guy that be to be six seven. Sure, okay, I'll I'll. I'll I'll agree with that, okay. but I will. I will still draw that line and say I cannot agree that Golden State, from top to bottom, their roster is significantly more talented than Cleveland. Okay. Fair I just, enough. I struggle to see that. Well, re- regarding Kevin Love, that's a, that's a good transition. You know, um, our dedicated listener had a couple of other things to say. You know, I, I'd ask the question: Would would Tyron Lue have benched would bench Kevin Love or not started Kevin Love if he wasn't injured? Um, he he agrees with agrees with me that. Tyron Lue would not have done that. Like, he's not established. Enough. My argument is that he's not established enough as a coach for one mm-hmm. to do to pull that move. You know, unless unless 
LeBron or somebody you know with more authority, and we'll get to that, had his ear and said, "Hey, Kevin's not starting." Mm-hmm. However, um, he he also said he also said that that you know he probably shouldn't have benched him, right? He probably shouldn't he shouldn't not start him, right? Because because he is he is one of the superstars in that team, right? Right. So so that's not that's not a movie should have. Plus the the argument that I was making. Okay, so the other thing is I don't think Tyron Tyron Lou is is a good enough strategist as a coach to have made that move to have thought about benching Kevin. Love, yeah, to right. have thought as a strategy, not right. not not hey, uh, Kevin Love's not playing well, so he he needs no, to not he needs to come off the bench. Right. But hey, I'm going to be do something clever, really unexpected, and not start one of my three big starters. Like that that's right. the point I was making. Right. Like hey, he might be a liability. I'm going to trick I'm going to trick the other team. I'm going to do something really clever and tricky. That sounds more like Steve Kerr than Tyron. Lee. Yes, or or Greg Popovich, or yeah. or really experienced one of the better coaches. Yeah. I don't see. Lou is having either either having the authority or or the experience or I the agree. intelligence to maybe make that move. I now, agree. the other argument that I made for why you probably shouldn't is that uh, we saw not just LeBron, but by being at home, we saw the entire lineup, you know, or, you know, just go off. Like finally, everybody found themselves. Everyone was JR, shooting. Everyone Kyrie, was finishing. LeBron, everyone was playing defense. Just, yeah. So my argument was is that the other reason you probably wouldn't is Kevin Love could have been among the like everyone wants to say hey Kevin Love wasn't in the lineup and that was helpful that was accidentally helpful to them and I I would say I don't know he might have been one of the guys to go off why not right. everyone else did except for yeah. Amon Chumper like he had a terrible game he looked ridiculous mm-hmm. but everyone else had it like came alive yeah maybe they went by 36 instead of 30 if Kevin Love like it doesn't matter right, right they blew him out so it doesn't matter yeah. that's that's it was really a moot point right. but but what my Who point knows? the point I was getting at is that he could he should have been among you'd expect him to be among the ones that went off just like everyone else right sure because he is a superstar. I mean, right. he's not a superstar. He is he is a star player. He's one of their main players. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding regarding the Warriors, you know, he just he just says the Warriors are crazy good, you know, but they've shown weaknesses um, in the past series and in Game Three, um, and just doesn't just doesn't trust him in a in a close game. Uh, Who's that? Golden State. Yeah, Golden State. Yeah. Uh, you know that that they'll, but he thinks that they're going to play their game from tonight moving forward. And you're gonna you're gonna see maybe some more blowouts. You're gonna see the Splash Brothers be themselves, especially Steph. Um, you know, and, unless the reports are wrong about Steph, and he really is still injured, and you know, and we don't find out until until after the series. You know that that he that he was maybe not even at eighty or ninety percent. Maybe he's less than that. Yeah. So or they use that as an excuse to protect Steph. And and, re- and really, you'd only you'd only make that excuse if you lose the series, right? And lose the right. championship. Otherwise, who cares? What? Or to save face. I, I could see them. Oh, well, Steph, you know, he was blah, 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 blah. Okay, so so we hit, we hit some of these numbers in the last game. I have one one additional point oh, yeah, to abso- your deal. Yep, absolutely. For Go. Kevin Love. Why, why I also don't think Tyron Lue would start Kevin Love on the bench is because your op- options have been Richard Jefferson, who's been in the league for 15 years, and our Channing Fry, which... He, in no way, has showed up as a, a meaningful piece in the Cavaliers team, defensively or offensively. So it's like, man, Kevin Love is is a is a significantly better basketball player than Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye. Uh, at this point in his career. At this point in his career. Yeah. Yes. Today, yeah. starting the series, and so yeah, I mean, the Cavaliers found they did something right. Uh, why? 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 Bench Kevin Love if for Richard Jefferson or Channing Frye if you know unless he gets hurt and something crazy like Game Three happens you know, absolutely out, absolutely so. yeah so. Uh, so we we well we caught a little bit of the pregame show 
not starting. Ke- Kevin Love is, yeah, after all of this Kevin Love talk, he's apparently cleared to play. Yeah. I, I was going to say healthy, but I don't know if I'd say healthy, right? He's, he's made it through concussion, okay. pro- concussion yeah. protocol, yeah. and he's been cleared to play. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most accurate way to say it. But he's not starting. So that's either a tactical move or he made it through protocol, but he's not 100%, and so they're going to limit his minutes, right, and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. So we'll I, see. I don't know which one, of the, which one of those is behind the reason, but Kevin Love is not starting tonight. Correct. So we're, you know, we're going to see Fry or we're going to see Jefferson or somebody starting his place. Jefferson. Um, okay. A uh, couple more minutes. Let's just – I mean, what do, what do you expect to see? Let, let's – when I say, what do you expect to see? Let's not talk about the outcome of the game. We've got plenty of time to talk about that, maybe mm-hmm. at halftime. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you're predicting they're going to win the game. Cleveland? Yeah. Yes. Big margin, small, yes. Big margin, small margin. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm having a heart, and I know this is, a, this is a point where you have to make a decision one way or the other, but, but as I'm thinking and processing through, I, w- I would love to see Golden State show up and play, Cleveland show up and play, and this be a game that we talk about forever. I, I disagree with the, the the guy who wrote the email who said Golden State can't win a close game or he doesn't he doesn't trust Golden State to come through in close games. I watched him do it against Oklahoma City the last three games, winning by less than ten. I don't remember, so I'll take you know, your word for it. Especially even I think it was ninety six eighty eight. Uh, it's close to ten points. Uh, game seven at home, Golden State wins. I I think Golden State can win close games. I don't know that we're going to see blowouts for the rest of the series. I don't believe Cleveland will will roll over and get blown out at home by any stretch. But they've lost by 15 and 33. 15 and 33. I, yeah. So when they've lost, they've lost big so far. Agreed. And I and I chalk that up to jitters, the East learning to play the West. Okay. The East playing to uh the the East adjusting to playing the West. Uh and and the Cavaliers just generally not finishing, generally not executing in a way that they have all season and all playoffs. So we'll have time to talk about the second half at our halftime at our halftime segment. Tell me, tell me how both these teams are going to come out. Uh, they're going to come out strong. They're going to come out fighting. It's we're going to see. I believe scuffles. I believe. You're going to see. You, you're predicting a great a great start by both teams. I'm predicting. A, I'm, I'm predicting close to. Close to a twenty to twenty score first quarter. I'm saying both teams put up twenty points, uh, maybe twenty five points first quarter, and it's it's within a couple. I mean, maybe four points first quarter. I mean, agree or disagree? I'm kind of predicting that Cleveland's gonna have to do everything they can to keep Golden State from blowing up like they did in the in the first quarter of last game. I disagree. I I don't think Steph Curry's gonna show up again. I have no evidence to. I don't think it's because he's hurt. I, I, I think Curry's in his head. I think he's he's down. I think the Cavaliers are playing exceptional defense against him and Klay Thompson. Uh, I would agree. I've seen that. If if Draymond, uh, I mean, here, here's honestly what I if 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 Iguodala shows up for Golden State, Iguodala is going to be the talk of the town for Golden State. Uh, that that would be their hope in like blowing up and taking off and doing something. But but Iguodala he comes off the bench, right? Or he may start. Who knows? Golden State could change because Curry uses him and Barnes interchangeably. So Golden State could change some stuff up to mix it up. Who knows what Curry's going to do? Uh, but I believe we're seeing first quarter uh, really close. Second quarter, maybe Golden State edges it out a little bit. But I'm, I'm saying halftime, we're looking at 
Narrow margin. Very, very narrow margin. Okay. But, but they're going to trade some punches. They're going to, it's going to be high, physical. High People scoring? are going to get fouled. Yes, I believe it'll be... You're predicting a physical game as well. I'm predicting physically, a physical game. I'm predicting high scoring. I'm, I'm predicting Draymond Green gets a technical in the first half. I mean, I'm talking and, like... And an therefore gets, gets suspended the next game. Close. I think he has he two, two more. I think he needs okay. two more. But I, I'm talking... I mean, people in each other's faces. This is going to be an exciting, physical, high-scoring, good basketball game. First half. First half. Okay. All right. Um, well, with that, uh, we're going to go. We're going to go watch the first half. Good luck to you, sir. Um, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I, I think you're right. I think I think both. You, you know, they won the championship last year. And and that's a, that's a very very good basketball team, Golden State, mm-hmm. and a good basketball team uh, usually comes out really really strong after they've been embarrassed, whether it's at home or away, right? Mm-hmm. Like certainly if they were about to play in gold, back go back to Golden State, they would really have a huge game, right? Because we've seen where being in their own building has made a big difference for both teams. Yeah, that, sure. that that thing that we have seen, sure, right? Um, but yeah, I I agree with a lot of what you're saying because I think I think Golden State's didn't like being embarrassed. And, and I think Steve Kerr is a very smart coach and he's, I, I heard split seconds of some stuff I, where he admitted some things he was going to try, you know, to try to isolate and create some more space and time for, for Curry. And we'll see if that works. Like that's one thing to really watch for is Kerr said, yeah, we need to, we need to create more opportunity and space for, for Steph to shoot, to yeah. try to activate him. So be watching for that and watch, you know, the Cavaliers to try to counter that. Uh, Somebody pointed out we haven't we haven't shared a lot of stats. Uh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've kind of kind of just been going off of our own observations. Don't have hard numbers. Um, you know, Here, I, here's great stats from last game. Uh, I wish I had precise, but great stats. Turnovers from Golden State. Points off turno- turnovers from Cleveland were 20 plus. Rebounds were huge. They were Rebounds 52 were to huge. 32 or something like that total. Second chance points. Shooting were huge. shooting percentage was. Compl- way way different yeah lebron james shooting nearly 60 percent they shot 48 percent from three-point range the, the cavaliers did so yes uh, hey there's some numbers uh, but but i i actually did try to go out and find a a um a, just a simple side-by-side comparison between the two teams up to this point i thought that'd be something very easy to find on on the internet because that seems the internet seems to have everything i couldn't find it so i, I just don't have numbers to bring but but we will talk about first half numbers uh, at our halftime segment and uh and there you go so Wow, we've actually gone almost 23 minutes in our pregame segment. King James, baby. Uh, so we're going to go watch, and um, and we'll see everybody at halftime. Okay, welcome back, everybody. This is the uh, Gravity Beard podcast. This is the halftime segment. This is the um, 2016 NBA Finals Meat Bet Part 4. Uh, we're here at halftime. Coming live from uh, Studio B. That's right, that's right, coming live from Studio B. Uh, halftime score Warriors 50 Cleveland 55 mm. it's been a close game the entire first half Yep. so I suppose you would expect the home team to be up a few points I guess in a close game right if you're going to go one way or the other um, some other notable stats let's see shooting percentage pretty close um, you know Golden State shooting 43% uh, Cleveland shooting 46.5% uh, here's one of the differences is that um, Golden State's eight to fifteen. They're fifty three percent from three point, where uh, Cleveland's at uh, five of sixteen. So, 
but they're down by five, so it hadn't made that big of a difference. Uh, they're both missing free throws, which is weird. Um, rebounds is almost even. You know, it, you know, the thing that Cleveland's done almost the entire series, they're out, they're out rebounding uh, Golden State on the offensive end of the, you know, the court, which mm-hmm. we've seen over and over again. What's that? What's that? Uh, they're doubled up, you know, 10, 10 offensive boards to, to five offensive boards. Yeah. And those are also, you know, those are also second chance points, not just offensive rebounds. So yeah, that's, that's a huge stat. Turnovers even, you know, but although you pointed out, uh, something I enjoyed hearing you say (laughs) at one point, LeBron James had 100% of Cleveland's turnovers. Yeah, that's that's fun for me to. I didn't realize that, but I was I was glad to be reminded of that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, give me your general observations. Uh, most exciting part about this game is it's a championship basketball game. You have uh, a close, physical back and forth uh, team showing up. You know, it's exciting. It's you know the biggest lead's been five points. It's I the think. first. It's the first close game we've had. All series. Yeah. I mean, back yeah. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, we have a little bit of foul trouble on each side. LeBron James had to sit early. Uh, Clay Thompson. Uh, I don't know what Steph Curry. I don't. I think he only has one or two. Okay, so so the fouls are interesting because there are a couple of players that have had that have played a pretty major role in the game with some fouls. Uh, you know, LeBron James. He he almost never gets a lot of fouls, but he, but he's got two, so they sat him for a few minutes. Jefferson's got three, so yeah. they, they've got to watch him. And they're using Jefferson, Jefferson to try to limit Love's minutes, um, so that, that that's a challenge. Uh, you know, Tristan Thompson with two, J.R. Smith with two. That's not a big deal. Kyrie's only got one. Um, over on the Warriors side, you know, I, I guess I haven't watched enough Golden State basketball, but it just seems like like Curry's man. He picks up fouls really easily, so I don't know if it's and unnecessary fouls. To- yeah, he had a he had a clutch foul where he's, he got wrapped up. It was seemed totally unnecessary, but yeah. but actually they're not doing too bad. I mean, I think they sat a couple guys, and you know they they got a handful of guys with two, but that's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've 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 really enjoyed watching the Cavs play. LeBron James has been very very quiet. It's it's not even you don't you don't even look and see his assist going out. You know, crazy numbers. Yeah, where, where he started to go off in the last game, this he's been really quiet. You, you, you know, he ended up at the half with seven points, but. About halfway through the second second quarter, he had three, three shots total. He had three points. Yeah, three. That's right. He, yeah. yeah, he was. He was. Uh, yeah, because he got his third point at the free throw line. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So he's got at the half. He's got seven points, five rebounds, five assists, two steals, and two fouls. So, wow, he's, he's shooting fifty percent. So that's good. Uh, but man, that's a very quiet game. So you know, if, if a very they, quiet first half, quiet game so far. Yes. Absolutely. But your prediction is what regarding that? My prediction is the the way that it's been back and forth. LeBron James wakes up, the king rises, uh, steps up off his throne, and takes third quarter, fourth quarter. the The way I see this, Cleveland Cavaliers slowly run away with this game, and it is a ten point. It's a ten point game. So, so they're just gonna they're just gonna build a a steady. A steady lead, maintain it, and I think it'll be five points, three points, five points, seven points, and slowly to the end of the game, it'll be a close game. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland slowly builds the lead. One thing we we did see in this game that we haven't seen up to this point in the series was J.R. Smith drop his pants. <laughs> 
you often do that on the podcast show, but I have I do. not seen J.R. Smith do I that. I think I've only done one complete podcast with pants. <laughs> right. But right. but you don't typically see an NBA player pull his pants down in the middle of the, the Down to his knees, literally. Yes. Yeah. So so we didn't get to see that for the first time this that series. That was fun. That uh, was fun. Man, again, the Splash Brothers, pretty dang quiet. Well, Steph, comparatively, has had a pretty decent first half, but he hasn't had a Steph Curry first half. Yeah, yeah Kevin Love came off the bench, but he played fine. Yeah. I, I, I think I think now my theory is, after watching the first half, that um, he was cleared to play, but not 100% healthy, so they're just, getting, they're just limiting his minutes. You mm-hmm. don't want to kind of wait into the game rather than be a starter. That's that's I mean, that's pretty typical. Not that shocking. Uh, Amon Shumpert, in my opinion, got way too many minutes he got so turned around and confused on defense he literally was running in circles <laughs> so so much so that we re, we rewound it just so we could watch him run around in circles there's only been a few moments in the entire series where i've seen a single player get so lost everybody else on the court seemed to know exactly what they should be doing except for Mon shepherd was literally running around in a circle it had something to do with his ponytail or whatever you call it. It just throws his, his it just throws his equilibrium off. Yeah, he's just confused and <laughs> tossed to and fro. But I did I did enjoy that magical Amon Shumpert uh, moment where he just he just had no idea where to be and he just ran in the wrong direction several times as fast as he could. Yes. And that was that was a magical moment. Uh, yeah, we talked about fouls. Uh, man, it's a it's a close game. Hey, notable no shows this game. Draymond Green. Oh yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Draymond Green. Has... He's ha- he's having a rough game. Rough game. He had wide open shot that he takes nine out of ten times for whatever reason. Not only did he not take the shot, he got confused and traveled and turned the ball over wide open. Yeah, a couple of brain dead moments there. Yeah. Uh, it seems like in game four, both teams have kind of settled in, right? You know, in the first couple of games, Cleveland looks completely lost on defense. You know, they obviously met up for that in, in uh, game three. But both teams, you know, seem pretty composed. You know, they're not trying to, nobody's trying to do anything, working too hard. You know, they're, well, I phrased that wrong. I meant mean, not trying to force anything. Like, they're just kind of playing their game. Mm-hmm. Man, the one thing we're not seeing above anything else that just sticks out in my mind is just the absence of, of Curry and Thompson. The Splash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. There's no water in the pool. And I made an observation that I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to respond to. And I said, wow, LeBron's done almost nothing, but this, but this is a close game and, and the Cavs are even leading. Your response to that, because I was kind of saying, how is that possible? Your response was? I don't remember. It was in response to one of the points that our that our listener in his email made. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to set you up to respond yes, to that. Yes, thank you. And, and, and my response was, that's because Golden State squad is not significantly more talented than the Cleveland Cavaliers squad. All right, all right, there you go. So, so <laughs> Thank I wanted, you, that I, was a softball. I wanted to give Trav, our, my broadcast partner and Huge LeBron fan, the opportunity to uh, to respond directly to one of the points made in the pregame show. Thank you. Um, okay, well, there let's you go. Watch, let's watch LeBron James do what LeBron James does in the second half, show up, and take this game over, and the Cleveland Cavaliers supporting staff. Okay, fine. To. I, I'm, I'm going to respond to that because why? why? It, 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 this game is going so steady. Mm-hmm. Why, why would – I mean, aren't they just going to do what they're doing and then, and then it's just – it seems like it's just kind of a very non, nondescript game to me. Like, why, why would LeBron all of a sudden just go off when he's got seven points right now? And Literally, all LeBron has to do, and this could be a very silly point, but there's been multiple times where he's been there for a layup, and instead of laying the ball up, he, he dishes turned the ball it out. over. 
he oh. tur- turns it over or, or dishes it out for a missed shot. He throws it out of bounds. So here, here's instead of, instead of finishing the layup, he throws it out of bounds, which he, I think is a weird choice. That's a weird choice. He to wants make. to keep the crowd involved. Come on, get get off here. <laughs> so so LeBron James, all I'm saying is watch him instead of dish it. You know, five out of seven times he's gonna <clears throat> dish it two out of seven and put up more points. Why? Why, why is he going to do something differently in the second half than he has in the first? Because, They're up by five. Because he wants to win by more than five points, which they will do. <laughs> you think they're going that, to... That is... Wow, really, way to stick your neck out. They're going to win by more than five points. <laughs> no, I said this earlier. They're going to win by ten points. They're going to slowly build a lead. That's true. You did say that. Yeah. Um, man, I, I sitting here on the Golden State side of things, I don't see any reason to predict that Golden State's going to win. Unless... We were predicting this the entire series, unless Curry and Thompson or somebody gets hot on the Golden State side. I, I, there's no reason to, for me to predict that they're going to win the game. Yeah, I, I feel because because what they've done is they've kept it close. They even had a four point lead, but that's the biggest lead of the game for Golden State so far. Uh, Cleveland's built a, a little bit of a lead and then went you know then lost it and then got it right back. Mm-hmm. The momentum there doesn't seem to be a giant momentum for one side or the other, but. If there's a small momentum, it's it's got to be on Cleveland's side, yeah. right? Which yeah. fine, maybe that's home court. That seems logical. I just don't see any reason to predict that the Golden State's gonna gonna win the game. So, yeah. And to the, uh, to elaborate a little more on that, Igudala is not having the defensive game he usually has. But he had he had okay. But he had a couple good moments. He had a few, but I mean, Igudala is the you know last year's Finals MVP. That's true. He shuts down LeBron. He he's not. We're not looking at Igudala going. Wow, what a game. We're not looking at Draymond Green and going, wow, look at the energy that he's bringing to the Warriors. Well, I guess the only player that we observed that was really off to a bit of a role and not a huge, but just did something was Barnes, right? Yeah. He came out decent, in the, and then all of a sudden he was he disappeared. Mm-hmm. So no, nobody on Golden State's done anything spectacular. No energy. Really no one on, in either team has done anything spectacular, right? You're, you're predicting LeBron to... He's not going to take over. You're just saying he's going to... He's going to do more than he did the first doing, half. That's he, not saying much. He's going to get more than seven points and three rebounds. Yeah. yeah. LeBron James will, you know, he'll he'll put up 10 points, 12 points, third quarter. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm just... I would, I'm with you. I'm just going to predict that it's going to kind of go the way it's going. And yeah, I, I'm actually going to... I'm actually going to 100% agree with you. I think I think it's <laughs> your prediction for the second half and the, the outcome is very, very possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because I... I'm a little disappointed that Golden State's not. Uh, maybe they are trying, and I just, you just can't see. Maybe Cleveland's just neutralizing them. But man, we'll have to see. There's, I don't think there's any reason for Golden State fans to be super excited about how the game's going or how it's going to end. But uh, uh, but there you go. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna pause here. We're gonna watch the second half, um, and we'll be back with you for a um, for a hopefully a fairly brief uh, wrap up. Such a such a defeating moment. You look very very sad. You look very sad. I'm sad. Okay, real quickly. Final score: Golden State Warriors 108, Cleveland Cavaliers 97. Cavaliers go down in the series, one game to three. That's not really the right way to say it. Golden State goes up in the series, three games to one. Never in the history of the NBA has a team come back from three from down three one. They are zero and thirty two in that situation. 
So unless the Cavaliers do something that's never been done before in NBA history, the series is over. And I double up my steak, my steak winning <laughs> bet. <laughs> and I went, I went to steak dinners. That is true. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you start. What what happened? Okay. Let me let me just I'll, I'll do a little more reset. Mm-hmm. You met, we made some predictions going into the second half. Mm-hmm. You thought that they would take their five, but they were up fifty five to fifty. They'd build on that lead up to a whatever, 8, 10, 12-point lead steadily mm-hmm. by the time the end of the game, and they would win the game. Mm-hmm. Golden State was doing nothing in particular. They were having a very vanilla game. Like, they had nothing going on, right? And I, comp- I 100% agreed with your predictions of what would happen <laughs> in the second half, and then it just turned around. Mm-hmm. What happened? Steph Curry happened on the offensive side of things. Yeah. And then... Steph Curry finally woke up. He woke up. Which neither one of us thought that that was going to happen, right? I did not think that would happen. I didn't either. I had I had no reason to believe it. I thought the Cavs' defense was playing shutdown defense. Except, except for Amon Shumpert. Except for Amon Shumpert <laughs> a handful of times. Which I think both of you, both you and I both agree that somehow his hair was throwing his equilibrium off. Yeah, it had to be the hair. The Cavs' offense did not show up. The Cavs' defense did not show up in the second half. Uh, that was rough. That was a rough fourth quarter. Steph Curry finished with 38 points, five rebounds, six assists, uh, three turnovers, two steals. Uh, I mean, yeah, certainly Steph came alive. Uh, Thompson had 25 points, so the Splash Brothers showed up out of nowhere. 60, 60 points together, yeah. So, so what we saw, what we saw was, Verjao came into the game in the, in the beginning of the second half. I don't even like that guy. Like I find him completely annoying. He's a flop machine, which he did flop and draw a foul on Kevin Love. He got two quick fou- he got two fouls in like fifteen seconds. But then, as he kind of settled into the game, the, at least the few minutes he played, he didn't play a lot of minutes. Uh, let's see, Verjao played four minutes. But some my observation, agree or disagree, it seemed like somehow the four minutes that Verjao played sort of got things started, got the turnaround started, at least defensively. That was at least part of it. And he had a handful of offensive rebounds. Okay. Like two or three, I think. Exactly. So, yeah, you're right. I, I forgot about that. So so he was he was disruptive, which I thought was annoying at first, but then I realized, no, it's actually helping, strangely. Mm-hmm. And then he was a monster on the boards. Again, four minutes, so not... But it, it was—it was, it seemed like just enough. Yeah, it was the four-minute swing. Yeah, in, in goal. and I, I'm not attributing it all to Verjao, but oh, I'm, seemed, not, I'm not either. But but I'm, I'm pointing to, to one brief part of the of the beginning of the first half that we're like, man, this thing—it's turned on something. That yep. was one of the things it turned on. Yep. Uh, we talk about rebounds. Golden State out rebounded Cleveland in this game, forty-three to forty. More importantly. They out—they out, uh, didn't out rebound them on the offensive end, but they were just about tied. Whereas in the last game, they got murdered on the mm-hmm. offensive end. And in the first half, I think you would say, "Man, Cleveland's doing what they've been doing, and they're—they're they're killing them on the offensive boards," which, yeah. which was extending extending possessions, giving them additional scoring opportunities, and that—that that went away. Uh, it seems like when Verichau came in, and then, and and then even after Verichau sat, Golden State started playing really, really good defense. Mm-hmm. And how much of it I wondered. In my mind, I chalk it up to 
coaching adjustments during halftime? Because Golden State, I mean, they, they were a different team in the second half. They showed up. They had energy. Draymond was getting in people's faces. Steph Curry was making shots. I mean, the Warriors look like defending champions. They did. The second they half. did. They were down by five. They finished uh, up 11. So it was a 16-point turnaround in the second half. Yeah, and some of that, you know, free throws and all that stuff at the end of the game, it, it was a little bit closer. So it was probably, I mean, it was probably a 10-point turnaround. Yeah, 8 to 10 right? points. Aside from some of the garbage points at the end. Uh, but but a, a lot of stuff that we didn't, there was no indication it was going to happen, happened. Uh, we we saw the show. The show showed up. For, for, prob- for probably the first time in the series, really, mm-hmm. right? The king was not the king. I mean, he almost had a triple-double, but 25 points. If you're LeBron James on the Cleveland Cavaliers, man, you gotta, you gotta hit your free throws. You gotta take more shots. You gotta make more shots. Uh, I'm impressed. Thank you, LeBron James. Triple double, almost one one assist shy. Uh, but man, he he needed to do more. I believe. I don't I don't know what his points were in the fourth quarter. They gave him some free runs to the you know in the paint in the fi- final couple minutes. But but I mean he almost did nothing in the fourth. I mean he really had a pretty a pretty weak second half for the most part, and a very quiet first half. Yeah, yeah. I mean where where was uh, golly? It's you can only say this about LeBron, right? Like the guy basically got a triple double. Right. We said this in the lat one of the other games where he got basically got a triple double. But at the same time, when you watch like on the stat sheet, you're like, holy cow! LeBron did what he could. He got a triple double. What else can he do? But when you watch the game, you go, you you could very honestly say, where was LeBron in this game, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't think that's unfair. Like he was all over. Like he had moments that were excellent. There was he was LeBron. He he dominated in, in small moments of the game, and scored it and earned a triple double straight up. But 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 they they needed to win this game. I mean yeah. the, the series turns on on game four. You can't go down like it would have been. A, it's a totally different series if they're tied two two. Yeah, and and down the stretch, Kyrie was the go to, not LeBron, which I'm I I agree. Kyrie is the scorer. We we talked about that, the scoring threat. But if you're LeBron James, and you're the king, and you're all this stuff, and you you have to take over. It cannot be Kyrie. Kyrie had thirty four points, uh, four rebounds. Uh, three steals, a block. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was he was absolutely the scoring presence for for the Cavaliers in this game. But but I, but I completely agree, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about this in a few days after the series. But man, that is my biggest critique of LeBron James. It, you cannot lose this game. You can't. The series is n- not literally, but practically over if you lose this game. And and he he was quiet as a church mouse. Like where was where was this guy one of the one of the best players in the history of the NBA, um, who who scores an unimpactful triple double, and they lose the game by eleven. Like that man, that is that is hard to watch for a guy that physically and, and talent wise, you're like man, I see this guy dominate in moments, but yep, and he scores a triple double and they don't win the game. So anything else? I'm sad speechless <laughs> you you look incredibly sad you look completely deflated i hope this isn't what the cavaliers feel like in their locker room right now if if you weren't if you weren't one of my close friends and somebody i really cared about 
I mean, it's hard. It's hard to watch you sit here. <laughs> it's hard. I, I'm actually not enjoying my victory and being one game away from virtual doubling my steak dinner bet, just because of how completely deflated and dejected you look. Like that's. I, well, I, I feel you. We have we have a couple more games. There's no question. You absolutely have at least one more game. However, I mean, you you can't expect much in the next game. You can't. I mean, they're going back to Golden State. We'll talk. We'll talk pregame next game right now. All right, fair enough. My hope is slim. Well, since it's never been done in the history of the NBA, something something else happened tonight that's never happened in the history of the NBA, and that was we're not, we won't get into it because we got to wrap this up. But they set an NBA record for for three points. Yeah. They actually they actually had a better percentage and. Scored more three-pointers than they did two-pointers. Unbelievable. I mean, what you'd expect, I think, when they finally wake up. Uh, unbelievable offensive performance, along with a great defensive performance by Golden State. They win by 11. There's not much else to say about it. If anyone can do what's never been done in the history of the NBA, it's LeBron James. <laughs> you know, if there's, that's, all, that's all I can say. If there's nothing else, if nothing else I absolutely... I love it that even as dejected as you look, you're a shell of a man, but you still are able to reach out for the some kernel of optimism and just that's very admirable. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed that you're able to do that. It's something because uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna let you I'm just gonna let you have that. I'm Thank just gonna you. I'm gonna let you have that moment <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that thought and that hope. Uh, this is the Gravity Beer Podcast. Uh, game four of the 2016 NBA Finals this is our special edition uh, episodes as we uh, as we chronicle the uh, the meat bet in a game by game podcast. Whereas if the Golden State Warriors win one more game, then I double I double my winnings from two steak dinners to four steak dinners. We'll see if they can do that in the next game. I don't even, I don't even know where the next game is. Is it Sunday? I think it's Sunday. Monday. Monday? It's Monday. Monday night. God, we have to wait the entire weekend in California. In Golden State. Uh, okay, um, that wraps it up for, for this episode. You can find us at uh, gravitybeard.com, iTunes, Google Play, any place that you listen to podcasts. Uh, thank you all of you for uh, listening uh, to our episodes up to this point. Please continue to do so. We appreciate it. You can like us on our Facebook page. Um, I think that's it. Good night from Studio B. Studio B, Gravity Beard Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Good night.